You're listening to Pep Fluff with Katie Mara, a lifestyle podcast that features various topics, current events, tips and advice, and the occasional guest that not only benefits you, but also your pet. So come and join me and take a listen as I am your host, Katie Mara. Hey guys, it's your girl, Katie Mara. Welcome to episode 14 of Pet Fluff with Katie Mara. Who am I, you ask? Well, I'm a pet setter by day and podcaster by night. My husband, Herbert, and I own a pet care company in Northern Virginia and have been professional pet sitters for over 10 years. I've seen it all with pets, young to old, disabled and sick, and even behavioral issues including anxiety and aggression. I wanted to create a platform for all pet lovers and owners to accrue information about all things pets. So I know this episode is coming out probably a day late, and I apologize for that. I'm trying to be as consistent as possible, but sometimes that does not happen. And I've been working on a couple of other projects outside of Pet Fluff with Katie Mara that have to do with more of my personal life. I've yet to determine what platform I wanted to work on, but I will keep you guys informed and it should be quite interesting. Today, we are going to discuss the myths of pet practices, decline cats, debarking dogs, crates, sprays, and shock collars, some of the controversial practices for some people to speak on. Plus, I will answer How old is my dog really? And we are featuring a lovely bonded kitty pair that needs a forever home. So let's get into our first topic. Here's the scooper. Here's the scooper, where a captivating current event can spark a conversation or a feel-good story that makes your heart smile. And best of all, it's all about the animals. In episode 10 of Pet Fluff, I talked about how animals are used to help us daily in our lives. One story I featured was about bomb-sniffing rats that help third-world countries deactivate old landmines. I just so happened to come across a news article on NBC News. One of the rats named Magua, trained through the company APOPO, was recently granted with a gold medal awarded by the British veterinary charity called the People's Dispensary for the Sick Animals. Magua has been trained by APOPO to detect landmines by using his extraordinary scent and memory. In general, these rats are placed in former war-stricken countries to detect old landmines and have them deactivated so current residents can walk freely in their communities without concern. Some active landmines have been in some countries for over 50 years. Magua in particular has discovered 39 landmines, 28 exploded materials, and can cover a surge area the size of a tennis court in only 30 minutes. Meanwhile, a human with a metal detector can take up to four days to complete the same task. And unlike metal detectors, rats can ignore metal scraps and sniff out active explosives. Using these efficient rats not only speed up the time for recovery, but also create a cost-effective solution. Because they are light-footed, they have never set off a landmine and none have ever been injured during the search for any sort of explosives. Magawa was presented with a mini gold medal for his efforts and is the first rat to receive such an award. The PDSA's 77-year history has included police dogs, horses, pigeons, 
chickens and even a cat. If you are interested in APOPO, I will provide the link in the show notes. I find APOPO is such a fascinating organization that is doing extraordinary things for mankind. I'm always impressed when animals are being able to be used for the greater good. Now let's get into our next segment, All the Fluff. All the Fluff, where discussions happen and information is absorbed to help aid you and your pet. Having a pet can be an awesome experience for any pet owner. Sometimes creating a home life for a pet can be challenging and confusing. We are allowing animals to live with us daily and may not understand the behaviors completely. Sometimes we have rituals that we create for our lives to make it easier to cohabitate with our pet, but it may be not the best decision for our furry friend. Let's go over some practices that may be taboo to some. Crate training a dog brings mixed emotions for some people. Being in a cage seems cruel and unjust. Reality is, it is actually healthy for a dog. Crates are a great way to establish a place specifically for a dog. Leaving some dogs in a home to free range can be overwhelming. It can cause anxiety, boredom, and can create major destruction in the home. Dogs are den animals, naturally, so having to create a den makes a dog feel safe and secure. A comfortable space in the crate can have a dog love their space. But a few rules go hand in hand. A crate is not a prison cell, so the max amount of time a dog should be crated is eight hours. Have a midday walk to have the dog stretch and have some interaction with some people. Place a crate in a spot that is out of the way, but is still central to the home and family activity. Now, when cat owners leave to go out of town, some opt out of having a sitter and they just decide to leave a bunch of food and a clean litter box for their cat. Cats are independent, right? Well, yes and no. Let's just know that cats are not dogs in the way that they're not always in your face, but over prolonged periods of time of zero human interaction, it can cause anxiety and stress in a cat. Every cat I've ever cared for when doing daily visits, the cat was literally glued to me. Most talk and want to cuddle and want a lot of playtime. So when leaving your cat, make sure that you arrange for someone to stop by at least every other day to provide interaction, stimulation, and have a wellness check for your cat. And just like dogs, cats can also become super destructive under severe stress and anxiety. When getting a new pup, especially deciding on a purebred, old practices of docking tails, binding, or cutting ears was a common practice. Historically, these procedures helped some dogs perform better at their work tasks they were originally bred for. Nowadays, more and more owners are opting out of these procedures as many think it's cruel. Most dogs today aren't even working dogs, so unless you have your dog working on a farm, I would advise against it. With cats, in the past it was common to give milk to a hungry stray cat. Most people think this is a great idea, but in reality, not so much. Cats can be lactose intolerant just like humans. 
Mammals are born with the ability to digest milk because mammals' bodies contain an enzyme, lactase, which breaks down lactose protein. Once a mammal is weaned off of the milk, the gut stops producing this enzyme. Feeding milk to cats can cause an upset stomach, diarrhea, and even vomiting. If your cat loves milk, they actually carry a special cat milk that is easily digestible and formulated specifically for an adult cat. And often this milk is given as a treat rather than a food meal replacement. Cats thrive on a high-protein diet, so wet food would actually be the better option available. The last two practices performed on pets tend to be quite a controversial topic, declawing cats and debarking dogs. Cat scratching and dog barking can be quite a nuisance, but extracting claws or muting a dog's voice is invasive and has very harmful long-term side effects. Declawing a cat involves the amputation of a cat's distal foliage of the front paws. A cat's finger begins halfway through the nail, and the tip is called the quick. Actually, dogs have this too. And it is attached to a bone further down the paw. So a human example would be, basically, if I took your hand and I cut off your fingers to the second knuckle. That is basically what decline is for a cat. The older the cat is, the harder the bone is and it becomes more complicated to have surgery. So when you declaw a cat, typically it's done between six to eight months old. And this is because the bone is softer. This surgery can cause paw infections, back pain, tissue neurosis, aka tissue death. And if your cat escapes your home, you have left your cat defenseless from any wild animals. So I suggest kitty caps, and it's a much better alternative. They are basically silicone caps glued onto the tip of the nail, and they fall off every six to eight weeks. You basically trim the nail and then you reapply. And they come in all sorts of pretty colors. And I use them specifically for my cat because she has destroyed furniture over the years. And this has just been the best option for us where it's a silicone so she can scratch and she can stretch her nails without destroying anything around her. Debarking is a procedure where the tissue is removed from the vocal cords to permanently reduce the volume of barks. This elective surgery has severe long-term effects that include tissue damage, delayed healing, scarring that causes breathing problems, and seroma formation. This procedure only works about 50% of the time anyway. So alternative options include resolving the issue of why your dog barks to begin with. And this topic was actually covered in the last episode. Check that out of some of the solutions of why your dog barks and how you can resolve those issues. Both of these surgeries are considered very cruel and illegal in some states. It would be almost impossible to find a vet that would even perform these surgeries as the post-op is so difficult to recover from. More and more pet owners are becoming more educated on some of the unnecessary practices placed on our pets. With a bit of grooming and training, all of these options deem to be obsolete. At the end of the day, we love our pets and we want them to not only be healthy, but also happy. Now let's get into our next segment, Q&A time. It's Q&A time. 
solve all your animal problems here. No matter how pressing or silly your question is, don't worry, I got you covered. Now, it's time to get into the nitty gritty. Chris Q from Boise, Idaho asks, there seems to be some confusion on how to calculate a dog's age. How old is my dog really? I would love to determine her age so I can visibly see my dog's age milestones. Well, Chris, I am here to help you out, and it's quite easy to determine a dog's age. It's not every seven years or every nine years as experts once predicted. Age on a dog accelerates pretty quickly in the first two years and kind of slows down as they get older. Here's a quick breakdown. 15 years equals the first year of a medium-sized dog's life. In year two, A dog equals about nine years for a human. And after that, each human year would be approximately five years for a dog. And this actually makes complete sense because a year old dog can actually have puppies. And so that would mean that they were about 15 years old in dog years, and that would make them to be a young puppy mother. So if they were two years old, they would be 24, three years old, 29, four years old, 34. An average dog's age is between 10 and 15 years, 15 years if you're lucky for smaller dogs. So the age range for them would be about 74 to 89 years old, depending on how old they are. So they definitely would be in their senior years. And that makes sense of why a dog typically passes between 10 years and 15 years, give or take. Now, these are rough estimates. Um, It seems that if your dog is larger, that the years are actually more. So if you had a Great Dane, you can actually calculate maybe an extra year or two. So there's no complete science, but this is the general guideline for a medium-sized dog. A lot of smaller dogs tend to live up to 20 years old. I had a pug recently passed away who was 20. So yeah, he was probably like a thousand years old. I don't know. I would have to sit there and calculate everything. But Chris from Boise, Idaho, I hope this answers your question. I hope this was pretty straightforward. And if you have a question for me, you can email me at petfluffpodcast at gmail.com. Now we're going to get into our next segment. You know it's my favorite segment. It's the pet fluff feature of the episode. Well, it's time for my favorite segment which is the feature pet of the episode. This is where I showcase a local DMV pet that is in need of a forever home. So, let me help you find your forever pet. Today's Pet Fluff feature is sponsored by Four Paws. They are a nonprofit, community-based, all-volunteer organization that takes in neglected, abandoned, abused, and unwanted cats and kittens. Cats rescued by Four Paws receive vaccinations and appropriate veterinary care before being adopted into permanent and loving homes. An animal rescued by Four Paws will never be euthanized except out of medical necessity. Additionally, Four Paws is dedicated to supporting the management of populations and improving the health of feral cats and colonies. Four Paw volunteers also hold seminars in local schools to teach children the importance of responsible pet care. Today's feature is two lovely kitty sisters 
that must be adopted together, and that's Scruffy and Mimi. These long-haired gals love to be petted, both actively seeking attention, and Mimi loves to give headbutts. Once Scruffy has learned to love you, she will expose her midriff and accept tummy rubs with no contest. If you want a pair of laid-back cats, they are the right fit. They would do best in a quiet household without very young children or dogs. They get along fine with other cats, though. They came to Four Paws from Berkeley County Humane Society when their previous owner became ill and could no longer care for them. Both ladies require daily brushing as Mimi's coat is extremely long and gets tangled very easily. Scruffy is a bit of a chunky monkey and has areas on her back that she is unable to groom herself. So she could stand to lose a few pounds after she gets settled into her new home. Both girls like canned food and dry food. Mimi is more a fan of the broth-based type foods, whereas Scruffy likes the pate and broth. They were both born in 2013. They have excellent litter box manners, are spayed, current on their vaccinations, tested negative for FIV and feline leukemia, and are both microchipped. If you are interested in adopting or fostering Mimi and Scruffy, feel free to check out our link in our bio on our IG page, or you can visit Four Paws at their website, www.fourpaws.org, and that's spelled F-O-R-P-A-W-S dot org. And if you haven't been following us on Instagram, Pet Fluff with Katie Mara and CRC Pet Service has partnered up with Homeward Trails for their annual Strut Your Mutt fundraiser. As you know, we feature many pets that need to be adopted from Homeward Trails, so they're a good partner of ours. We want to support them even more by joining their team to help raise $250 that goes towards all of Homeward Trails' operational costs. So far, we have raised $210 out of the $250 goal that we have set in place. We actually reached that in four hours, so it was amazing, but we are still 16% away from our final goal. If you would like to contribute to Homer Trail's Stretch Your Mutt fundraiser, you can find all of our information in our bio, and no donation is too small. So even $5, $3, $2, whatever you can afford, please donate today. spending my time with you. I just really appreciate you guys listening to me every episode. Next episode, I am going to do a Halloween-based episode. Spooky legends of cats and dogs around the world. And I think it would be kind of fun and talk about what kind of spooky legends there are regarding, I don't know, cats and dogs. I came across it. It seemed pretty interesting. And I hope you enjoy. And I'm also going to answer the question, what is the best aquarium for my home? freshwater fish or saltwater fish. If you're looking for pet sitting services in the Arlington, Falls Church, McLean, and Tyson's area, CRC Pet Service is your one-stop shop for all of your pet sitting needs. We provide boarding, overnight care, pet sitting, dog walking, cat care, and even exotic pet care. If you're interested, check out our website at www.crcpetservice.com. 
or you can follow us on our IG page at CRC Pet Service. If you guys have any questions for me, comments, suggestions, want to say hi, want to say bye, you can always email me at petfluffpodcast at gmail.com, as well as you can follow me on our Instagram page at CRC Pet Service. I hope you guys are having fun. Stay safe. And in case anyone hasn't told you today, you matter, you are loved, you are worthy, and you are beautiful. Bye, guys.